to At the Window with Dementia. I'm Laura Banner, and I'm your host. Have you ever thought about the fact that we live in a world of imposters and knockoffs and mimics? Well, would you be surprised that dementia has its own mimic? In fact, there's plenty of them. What a dementia mimic is, is when something is going on within an individual that on the outside makes it appear as if they have dementia. Their short-term memory may be absent or failing. Perhaps even their long-term memory is affected. They may repeat themselves. They may easily become confused or disoriented. There's just so many similarities between dementia and its mimics that on the outside, it's really hard to tell. I want to tell you a little story that happened this weekend. Like I said, I live here in Georgia, and I have a girlfriend that actually grew up in the same neighborhood that I did. We grew up on the West Coast, and at different times, different years, we both ended up pretty pretty close to each other here in Georgia. And we get together, certainly not often enough, and probably, if I'm being honest, most of that is my fault. Um, just with commitments, and she's very busy, not any less busy than me. She's just far more organized than I am. But we get together, and when we get together, you know, it's it's like one of those friendships. You can just pick up where you left off without skipping a beat. And we got together this weekend, and it was wonderful. It was it was definitely what I needed for so many different reasons. Um, It was great to see her, to talk about our families. We talked about our moms. And she knows that I am passionate about all things dementia-related. And she recently, in fact, bought my book uh, and wanted to talk about it. She said that when she read it, there were some concerning similarities between what she read and what she's seeing in her mom. And she wanted to talk to me about it. Well, I was absolutely more than happy to hear what she had to say. And no, I am not her mother's neurology provider, but I do know her mom. And my friend gave very good descriptions of what was going on, different scenarios uh, that were raising concerns for her. And after we talked for a while, what I told her was, although I can't say with 100% certainty, I can say that I'm very confident that what her mom is going through is not dementia, but in fact, it's a mimic. Her mom lives alone. She's widowed like mine. And in these days of COVID, she's isolated. And as I've mentioned before, we are not meant to be isolated. As human beings, we're meant to be social creatures, to interact with people, to not live in a perpetual state of fear. And for so many, especially the most vulnerable of the population, the seniors, her mom is afraid, rightfully so, of catching this virus. So she's isolated. And now we're approaching, gosh, what, probably nine months in, I think the effects of isolation are taking a toll on her mother, just like they do on so many other people. 
It's causing her mom to be a bit more forgetful, to repeat herself, to get a little bit confused, and to almost obsess on things that bother her. She's not hallucinating. She's not combative. She's not disinhibited. She's depressed, like so many others. But again, my friend read my book, Looking Through the Window at Dementia, and the similarities between dementia and a dementia mimic were hard to not notice. And so we kept talking, and of course I validated her fears. I have those same fears. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, my mom has early vascular dementia. So no, my friend was not completely off base. In fact, she wasn't off base at all. She just didn't realize that dementia has a mimic, like so many other things, as I earlier mentioned. What I think is so important, the the takeaway from this episode, is that had my friend and I not gotten together, and had she not had someone who understood about dementia mimics, she might have talked to someone else who has a first-hand knowledge of dementia, who may have reassured my friend that, yes, this absolutely sounds just like fill-in-the-blank, their mother, their father, their spouse, who has been diagnosed with some type of dementia. And then my friend would have needlessly been very fearful and felt an urgency to get her mother evaluated. And again, remember what I said, her mother doesn't want to go out right now. She's afraid of catching the virus. So imagine this, her mother's depressed, her mother's fearful, and now my friend would have complicated that situation by asking her mother to go and get her memory checked because I can't think of a single person out there who is not fearful of getting dementia. I have a private Facebook support group. It's called the Alzheimer's and Dementia Support Group by Compassionate Education. And I read the posts, and there's over 700, and last count, 730 members. And can I tell you, that this impacts everyone. You may be one of the fortunate people who it does not immediately touch your life, but you probably know someone who's impacted by this disease. And if you're lucky, very, very lucky, you might be able to go your entire life without having this devastating disease touch you personally. And I hope and pray that that's the truth for you. But as I read these posts in the support group, I read about the loneliness of the caregivers too, the fear of the caregivers, trying to make sense of that that makes no sense, trying to have a rational conversation with a loved one that is incapable of having that logical, rational conversation about their memory. What I got from meeting with my friend this weekend 
is beyond measure. It filled a need for me. I hope it filled a need for her as well. But so many people don't have that opportunity. And so I'm so thrilled that I have this Facebook support group where people can connect. It, if at the end of my life I look back and I think besides the value that I brought to my own family, how would my life be measured? I'll tell you, the pride I have, the feeling that I've done something good to connect people who need it so desperately is immeasurable. I, I just want to reach out to everyone in that support group and say thank you. Thank you for making my dream come true by watching all of you connect and support one another. And the outpouring of love from complete strangers is amazing. Humanity is incredible. The love that we have for one another, for complete strangers, complete strangers who share one common thread, an awful, awful thread of dealing with dementia. If you know someone who has a loved one, or if you have a loved one who's suffering from dementia, Please connect with someone. If you have no one, you're not alone. You have us. You have my support group. All you need to do is go onto Facebook and search Alzheimer's and Dementia Support Group by Compassionate Education and we'll pop up. You'll find us just like everybody else did. And we'll welcome you in the group. And the only rule is to be loving and supportive with no judgment. That's it. I never knew that my calling would be to support those who care for individuals with some type of dementia, as well as caring for those with dementia in my practice and in my business. But can I tell you, if I had it to do all over again, and even if my own family was not directly impacted by dementia, which it is, I would choose no other calling because I know that there is a need. There is a need for people to feel supported and connected. And just like my friend and I were able to really connect and understand each other's concerns, not everyone's so lucky. But what I want each and every one of you to know is that I'm extending a hand of friendship to you and I don't want you to feel lonely. And yes, it does not fix what you're going through. But the idea that you're not alone, that you can write a text, post a thread, and know someone, if not many other someones, are going to respond and help you, well, that makes the journey a bit easier. Until we have a cure, we need to know that we have each other. Anyway, just remember, just because it looks like dementia, it may not be. If you are not sure, 
please, please, please get yourself or your loved one evaluated because the earlier the diagnosis is made, the earlier the planning and the intervention can start. And that is a powerful thing to be able to allow your loved one to express to their family what their wishes are. And if in fact they have dementia, eventually time will rob them of that ability. So don't delay it. It's not a comfortable conversation to have, but it's absolutely a necessary one. Anyway, I hope that answers some questions for you. Check me out on Instagram. There's a lot of good information there as well. You can find me at compassionate underscore education. Also look at my website. It's compassionateeducation.com. There's a lot of information there. You can check out things for caregiver support, the FAQs. You can go to My Mind Challenge. You can check out Dementia Gripes. There's just so much on that website. Spend some time there. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment, please feel free to communicate with me. You can write me my email, laura at compassionateeducation.com. Please go ahead and subscribe to my podcast. I release new episodes every Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye.